0: Welcome to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. I'm your host and the president of IAW, Megan Bizzuto. This show features amazing women from the IAW community who are climbing the corporate ladder and taking their communities with them. Are you ready to be inspired? Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Unlimited Horizons, the podcast by the International Association of Women. This is episode 18 and is going to be my favorite episode. Today, I'm talking with Katie Perry. Um, Katie located in Las Vegas, Nevada. She's the managing partner at Jameson Perry, which is a recruiting and staffing agency, but she also serves as the director of member experience right here at the International Association of Women. Katie spends a lot of time supporting and developing our local chapters. She supports our member services team and helps with a lot of our member benefits. So, Katie's on the podcast today because we decided earlier this year that we were going to write a book and this, this episode is going to take you through that journey of why, why we decided to write a book, what the book's all about and share a little of her, little of her background experience and expertise. Before we dive into the episode, I do want to talk about the book. So the book is called Putting the Power in Your Network. It's going to be published in October of 2022. If you want to get on the list to receive updates and learn more about it, go to our website, iowomen.com slash power, and that'll have everything you need to know. This book is the ultimate roadmap for professional women who want to make the most out of their networking opportunities and create what we call real meaningful connections. We know that the ability to build strong relationships is essential to our success, both professionally and personally. And a lot of people struggle with this. They think that it just doesn't work for them or they don't like showing up or they don't like the idea of networking and, we like to say it's not magic. There's, It's, it's not something that's just going to magically happen. You really can learn how to network. And the more you do it, the more you practice, the better you're going to get. So this book is essentially your guide. And the power model that we lay out in this book is going to help you uncover your why and understand how it relates to your personal brand. It's going to help you to choose the right rooms to reach the right people It will help you to embrace your worth and the value that you bring to others. It's going to help you become a more impactful piece of other people's networks and essentially will help you build a powerful network that fuels faster and better results. So if your networking is not working as well as you'd like, tune in, listen to this episode and then go, go check out the book. It's time to put the power in your network. I think that it's important to kind of set the stage of why we decided to write a book. And for me, I've always had a very silent goal in my head of wanting to write a book. And I remember sharing that with you at one point. And then we somehow decided that we would write a book together. Um, The... Obviously, no one's read the book yet, but the introduction talks through the why we think it's so important to teach other women how to network. Um, From your perspective, why a book?
1: You know, when you talked about writing the book, it was definitely not something on my radar. It was nothing that was on my bucket list, not a thing I thought I needed to do. But I, I watch so many women struggle and think that they need to network in a particular way or show up with men at events and um, you know do business a certain way. I feel like there are other ways to do business where you can be successful. And I have been able to build a business that, that is purely based on networking. I don't do any cold calling because my relationships keep me busy enough. And so the idea of writing a book but attached to a message I felt so strongly about. And I feel like women are just missing. It's like, nobody told them they can do it in a way that works for them and not just the way it's always been done. And so I think when we started talking about a book that would align with the brand that that really resonated with me. Right. And I want to, I want to talk for a minute about your approach because
0: um, for people who have never met Katie, Katie does not like to be visible. There's There's no public speaking. There's no podcast episodes. This is a very rare moment of capturing Katie in a recorded fashion, even though she's brilliant and she has lots of great things to share, but she not only runs part of IAW, but she also has a very successful business and she has grown that business without, as she said, cold calling and having to really put herself out there from showing up on social media and doing videos and doing webinars. Um,
1: purely based on relationships. So yeah, so it it really developed uh, out of necessity, uh, sort of on accident. I've always been passionate about helping other people, and so that shows up organically. and uh, I'm a military spouse. We started the business in Kansas City. My husband was stationed there and he got stationed at Creech in Las Vegas, and we moved. And so my business partner Germaine uh, is still in Kansas City and he runs that and when we started looking at potentially expanding into Vegas, it really became clear that you know I couldn't rely on Jermaine. Jermaine is a sales guy. Um, it was always my comfort zone for Jermaine to take the lead in a sales capacity. And uh, I remember a conversation with him, we were talking about cold calling in it, and it's just something that never really resonated with me. And he said to me, you, know, you don't have to cold call, but you have to find something that works for you. And it was shortly after that that I stumbled into uh, BNI. A current IAW member, Wendy, uh, introduced me to BNI, and I I fell into um, what I think is the best BNI chapter out there, Um, some pretty incredible relationships. And it, it allowed me to cement myself in the local community. And my entire book of business in Las Vegas, in this particular market, is built based on word of mouth and referral. I get so many referrals and new introductions that come out of the connections that I've built that um, there's no need to cold call. We have a team of recruiters and we can't, uh, you know, keep up with the business because we have so many people advocating for us. Uh, so we're able to exist and and do really well without cold calling.
0: So one of the things I want to touch on is you you don't like to, to sh- put yourself out there, right? From a visibility perspective, you prefer to stay in this, in the background. But you raised your hand to become
1: a chapter president for one of the IAW chapters. Why was that? Uh, So when Jermaine and I started the business, I knew I needed to network in a way that I hadn't necessarily networked when I was working for a corporate staffing agency. And I joined IAW and shortly thereafter uh, found out that there wasn't a chapter president in my area. And uh, I waited for about 30 days while they were looking for somebody to see if uh, somebody would potentially step up. And when nobody did, I, I said, you know, I, I want to make sure I'm getting back out, you know, what I want to invest in the community. And if I go and step up as the chapter president, it forces me to be there. It forces me to connect and go to the events and to meet people and put my face out there. Uh, and while I will uh, always be the first person to raise my hand to let somebody else lead uh, or moderate an event or be the speaker. Uh, it was really great for me to expand my skill set as a leader, uh, but to also expand my visibility in a way that I could lean on the things that I'm really great at. And, you know, not always having to be out in front as the speaker, um, but, you know, to lean into the skill set I have to be detailed and to organize things. And I think we talk, so The context of the book is a lot of
0: networking and we have a power model that we're incorporating into this book. But when I talk to people about networking, I'm often met with this, uh, I don't want to do it. Nobody likes it. It's icky, right? It doesn't, it doesn't fill us up and, and excite us. And one of the things that I often tell people is that it's likely because you haven't set clear goals, you're in the wrong room and you have the wrong expectations. And, and I think this is something we both very much agree with where networking doesn't have to feel icky. It doesn't like when when it's done right, you actually walk away feeling really empowered and supported and you walk away with the right connections. But how have you found the right rooms? How have you placed yourself in a way that allows you to be successful through networking?
1: So for me, I think first and foremost is finding the rooms where people are focused on relationships. Uh, I will never be the person that is successful walking into the room where it's a quick business card exchange and everybody's just trying to make their way around the room to meet everybody quality interaction. And, you know, we can start the foundation of a relationship. And so I think that's the first thing where I see women really miss the mark. We're relationship based just in how we operate as women. And when you go and you have to have that kind of salesy, um, you know, slicked back hair kind of approach. It's not successful for a lot of women. We want to go and build relationships. The other thing that I think makes it successful is a lot of women miss that you want to go in and add value. Uh, it's not just to go in and introduce yourself and see what somebody else can do for me. You will become the person people care about and they want to help succeed when you're contributing to their success. Mm-hmm. Uh somebody gave me an I forget what it was, but years ago, somebody told me, you know, when you struggle with networking, networking isn't about you, right? It's the conversation isn't about you. You should be invested in learning about somebody else. And if you walk away and it was a one-sided conversation where you were invested in somebody else and they didn't invest back, well, maybe that's not the relationship you really want to pour into. But when you find that you've invested in somebody else, and then it becomes a two-way street, that's how you create the foundation for really successful relationships.
0: Absolutely. I think, and I think that's really important for everyone to take away um i want to talk through because we so Katie and i have now co-authored a book it's going to launch in october uh it'll be available hard copy and on amazon for download um but the the book the model within the book that we talk about is called power power stands for purpose opportunity worth engage and results and we give a lot of Feedback and opportunities within each of those areas to help you build a model. It's great for networking, but it also ties into your, your, your overall success as well because networking really can just is, is one part of your entire success model. We're going to take a quick break to talk about the International Association of Women. We talk a lot about the challenges women face, and we know that the best way to overcome challenges is with a supportive community by your side. The International Association of Women is here to support you throughout your professional journey. No matter where you're at in your career or business, IAW has the resources, tools, programming, and events to help you make progress towards your goals. This includes frequent networking events where you can show up authentically and share your ask with the community, a resource library filled with eBooks and templates and monthly workshops and webinars that are geared towards helping you maximize your potential. Visit www.iawomen.com to learn more about the IAW community and how IAW will help you fast track your success. All right, let's get back to the show. The other thing that I think from this book, we, we do share some hard truths. I think that there's a lot of light, fluffy content in the world. And if you want, if you want powerful results, you have to put in powerful work. And I think this Katie is a message that you really hone in on because we see a lot of people who, who want to take the easy road or they want to say, okay, well put me in, put me in the boardroom, put me in that spot, but we, we share an example in the book with running a marathon and anyone can go train and run a marathon, but if you want to be an elite marathoner, then you really have to train like an elite marathoner. You can't just go out and run that marathon. Right. Um, the same with, if you, if you're expecting those results, you have to put in that work. So what, what work are
1: you putting in? Um, I think the other piece of the hard truth that really resonates with me is I, I think sometimes when people aren't getting the results that they want, they want to point the finger, right? It can't possibly be me or something I'm doing, or I'm doing all the things that I thought networking was supposed to be, and I'm still not getting you know new business or what I want out of it. And I think people have to understand it, it, you can't focus on the things that you don't have. You have to focus on why you don't have them. And sometimes that means doing some really hard reflection and looking in the mirror uh, I think in in 99% of situations, when it comes to networking, if you're not getting the results that you want, it's likely because of something you're doing or not doing. And I think you, you have to be honest enough with yourself to be able to look in the mirror and figure out where you need to make an adjustment.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that I want to share from the book is it, we've provided homework throughout every single chapter so there's lessons you can take away and go start implementing and for me personally i like when i have i'm I'm told exactly what to go do next it's how do i actually take this information and now go run with it um and that's i think a big part of what we do here at iaw as well right we share a lot of great information and resources but we give you the tools to go execute as well um the other the other thing that i want to cover from, from within the community and within the book, we talk about our pillars at IAW and we've, we have built our content around a series of pillars because often we look at our success being tied to a career milestone or our salary or our business goals. Um, but in reality, there's, there's a lot of things that have to be balanced to get to that, that point. So do you want to share a little bit about the pillars and how they, they work to support each other in the context of our overall goals,
1: yeah. So, so some of the different pillars, uh, things like branding, uh, community and outreach, financial wellness. So, looking at all of the areas that make up your professional life, and and included in that is health and wellness because that that's a bedrock for what we do professionally. You have to be able to not necessarily find you know, the same balance where it's the same percentage of effort or focus going into each of those. But you have to find a balance that works for you. You have to be able to integrate those in a way that you can maintain. Um, You know, when you need to lean into a particular area, maybe you need to really work on your community and outreach. And that's how you're trying to get some visibility for your brand. Um, You know, when you need to lean in that area, maybe that takes up more of your time and you can't focus as much in a different area. Um, But that, the pillars are really about making sure you have the right foundation. And when you need to lean in one area, you can accept it in the other areas. And so it's about building those foundational habits in each of those arenas so that you can have success that sits on top of that.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I I personally, I have followed these pillars now in my own life, and it, it, it all holds true. And I think that depending on where I'm spending more time certain things have to give, right? We only have so many hours in a day. And as women, we balance a lot of things. And at some point the the plate tips over if we're not careful, but we have to be really mindful of where we're spending our time and, and making sure that where we're investing our time really makes sense for where we're at in our life and our career right now. Um, one of the things that I like to talk about is the idea of investing in yourself and whether that's through education or through products or services or coaching or whatever, we hear a lot of people who invest in themselves by joining the IEW community. I liken this to paying for a gym membership, right? You spend that money, but if you don't step foot inside the door, if you don't actually read the book or follow the coach's program or do the thing, well, are you really benefiting from it? <laughs> And so then you become, it's a cycle of disappointment because you've spent the money, but then you missed the action and without action, you're not going to get anything. And so when, when we talk to women being really mindful about where you're spending, not only your money, but also your time um, and prioritizing the things that are going to, that are going to build you up and, and allow you to keep moving forward.
1: This is something we talk about in the book. So. So beyond just trying to find a balance that works for you, looking at integrating and something that I, I'm really passionate about pointing out to people because I feel like it's a, a missed concept. Um, women tend to compartmentalize the things that they do. And I, I talk about this. There's an example in the book and we talk about Megan as a soccer mom. Um, you know, Megan might go on a weekend to one of the girls' games and, um, you know, sit there with other parents that have a, a professional life outside of what they do with their kids. And they don't talk about work. Uh, she doesn't necessarily talk about IAW and and the other parents there, your, the other moms there aren't talking about what they do professionally. But what I find and, and I see, especially with my business partner over and over, I, I joke with him, everybody's his neighbor or everybody is, um, you know, the parent of somebody on a team that he coaches and he knows what they do professionally. Men tend to blur those lines. They're not afraid to talk about business. And so they have better integration, which allows them to save time. And they're investing in business relationships, even when they're doing something personally. And that's not to say that business always needs to be present in your personal life, but you can do more with less when you're willing to integrate, you know, when and how it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I see this a lot and I spend a lot of time doing what I call non-business networking, where it's not necessarily a business event. Um, when I used to do, offer consulting services, one of my, we had moved and one of my first clients came from somebody I met at a parent teacher meeting and it was, it was another parent and they asked what I did. And I shared more about my professional side than my personal side. And they said, oh, I have a friend who needs a website. Let's connect you. Um, and it, it's when you blur those lines, you, you do, you save time. And, and it also comes back to spending time in the right rooms with the right people. And so there's, there's this whole mindset of when you're in the right circle of people, you're building trust and you're building connections differently than if you're in the wrong room. It's just, it's uncomfortable. And so I think finding the right opportunities based on who you are and what you believe in and where you're spending your time is going to best connect you to the right people.
1: And I think it also builds your credibility with your personal brand, right? If you show up as a a great mom, you know, other people are going to see that you show up as a great mom and that carries over to how they think you'll show up in business. You know, if you're responsive and you help get things done and you're organized, those are all skills that transfer over to who you are as a professional. And so I think we also have to remember there is an opportunity to lean into our own personal brand. When we're connecting with people in a professional capacity through our personal lives,
0: mm-hmm. And so let's talk about personal brands for a moment, because we see a lot of people show up in different ways. and this this is something that I think when we talk about those hard truths and really really looking at how you show up. And so I think with the the migration into virtual work and virtual connecting, people became almost more relaxed with how they show up in this little square on Zoom. And we're recording this on Zoom, so I'm using my example. And I I often tell people, you you get to own that space. And the same is true when you're in-person networking. You get to own how you show up and how you're perceived. Your personal brand is what people are going to say about you when you're not there. But I guarantee you, if you show on Zoom and you're a hot mess and you have a disaster in the background and it's just chaos... People remember that. And and so the same with being an in-person event. If you go to an in-person event and you're sitting in a corner on your phone and laptop the entire time, well, that doesn't give off a very warm connection. People aren't going to remember who you were. You're not going to have connected with anybody. Um, the same if you show up and you're dressed inappropriately, right? I, I'm i the last person to judge how somebody is showing up with, with their style or their clothes, but there's one thing to put style and personality there's another to show up kind of inappropriate for the setting.
1: Yeah, I, I think people have to remember showing up as your authentic self doesn't, doesn't give you a free pass to show up in an unprofessional capacity. Um, you want to make sure that, that people walk away feeling like your brand is a brand that they can trust. Uh, you know, so you have to think about how it is you choose to show up in, in anything that you do because you never know when that will carry back to your professional life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I think that
0: there's, there's blurred lines in that over like the personal space and the professional space. um. But always being mindful of how you're showing up and not that you have to be perfect every single time, but authenticity is, is really important. And we had a presenter recently who talked about like, she, she put two photos of herself on the screen and it was how I am at home and how I am at work. And it was the exact same photo because you never know when when things in your personal life are going to carry into your professional life and if you're if you're impressing people or making a good impression everywhere it's just consistent and i think that's really important because you never know when when paths are going to cross
1: yeah no, honestly i would think if the two don't align it's probably you know that time to look in the mirror again why mm-hmm. are you working in a way that that you can't show up as who you are all right
0: so in terms of my thoughts on, I want everyone to read the book, right? Go go read the book. Um, but what I want you to take away from it is I think in, in our society, in our world, women have been held back for so many reasons and there are still a lot of challenges. Don't use those as excuses. Set your goal and go achieve your goal. Um, I want you to walk away feeling like you're empowered to actually go build the right connections and the right community and participate and show up and actually do the work. Don't let, don't let excuses get in the way of you not being successful because at the end of the day, you own your own results and we can make excuse after excuse after excuse. The world is giving us excuses, right? There's, there's a lot out there, but there's no reason women can't pave their own way and be successful. What do you want people to take away from this
1: book? If you're getting mediocre results, you're you're getting that because you settled for mediocrity. Uh, I think that's the thing that you have to remember, you're getting what you've decided to settle for. Uh, I saw a quote recently um, that you get uh, high performance when you're working in the framework of high production. So if you want to get really great results, you've got to put in really great work and the book gives you the model to do that successfully. And, you know, it gives you an opportunity to self-reflect when you're not getting what you think you should be getting. Um, Because more often than not, it's looking in the mirror and then following the framework um, that will get you to the results that you want. Absolutely. I want to touch on the concept of
0: volunteering for a moment because I've had massive success through volunteering. I pivoted my career from accounting to marketing and, I didn't have formal training or education around marketing. A lot of it was self-taught or online programs, but I volunteered. So I was, I was part of a local organization and they needed somebody to run their website and they wanted to redesign everything. And so I raised my hand because I was like, well, I have those skills. And it was the job that nobody wanted. Nobody else was raising their hand. Nobody else had any interest in managing their website. And it was easy for me and I enjoyed doing it. But the exposure and visibility I gained from that one volunteer role was super impactful to being able to go out and secure additional clients. And I hear a lot of women, we talk a lot about leadership positions within IAW. We have lots of local chapters around the world and every single one of those has a team of volunteer leadership teams. And I've, I've heard from women who say, I know I'm not a good fit. I could never do that. And it, it's heartbreaking in a way because many times when you volunteer, you're not committing to being the expert. You're not committing to doing everything. It's an incredible learning opportunity, and it's an opportunity to gain some new skills and and get some new perspective without being sort of in the spotlight. Do you feel like do you do you agree with that in terms of if you feel like you're hesitant to volunteer? Don't I mean come to IAW. We'll take you.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people miss the, the value and the opportunity when you volunteer, if you think about volunteering, think about a board of directors, who's on a board of directors, typically movers and shakers, right? People that are established in business, people that have built their careers. So if you're young in your career and you want to expand your network and potentially find a mentor, you know, you can do that through getting involved in volunteering. Uh, if you uh, are leading a business and you want more visibility, or you want to expand in a skill set where maybe you don't have the opportunity with your current place of employment, you could potentially do that through volunteering. So it's a great opportunity to expand your skill set, to expand your network, um, you know, to to test areas that you know you'd like to see if you have have a capability, if you can lean into something before maybe you pursue something professionally. So there's a ton of opportunity when you volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things
0: you touched on was also your involvement with BNI, and for for people who are not familiar with BNI, can you talk through BNI, what that is and how it differs from IAW or how they complement each other?
1: Yep. So for BNI, uh, BNI is what you would consider a hard referral networking group. So uh, there are requirements. So we meet once a week. Uh, there's a, a meeting structure where people are uh, sharing a commercial you know, 30 seconds about why you would want to potentially refer to them or what they're looking for as a referral. And then you're actually held accountable to passing referrals in the group. And you track things like, uh, it's called thank you for closed business. So you're tracking the business that gets passed in the room. Um, that is a, a very structured format. It works for some people, maybe doesn't work for everybody. Where uh, that differs, um, you know, being the, the format that it is, there's also only one seat per classification. So, you know, I own a recruiting company. No other recruiting company is going to be in my BNI chapters. So then I get to build relationships with people where they're really only focused on referring, you know, my recruiting company. Uh, with IW, uh, it doesn't matter if there's overlap in what people do. It's a community. so it's a great opportunity to network. Also more focused on professional development. And it also brings together women. and we're able to align on some of the challenges that we face in the workforce that are different than what our male counterparts face. And so um, that's why there's room for both of those in my life. Um, BNI is a very structured um, business development effort. Now I have some incredible relationships that have come out of it, um, but it's a structured, you know, business development effort. IAW gives me uh, a sense of community and belonging. Uh, when I got to Las Vegas, you know, I referenced earlier that my husband's active duty military. When we got to Las Vegas, I didn't have any contacts out here, and through my involvement with the Las Vegas chapter for IAW. Uh, I met several women. Um, some now are, you know, my closest friends here in the Las Vegas area. And it was actually IAW that led me to BNI, which is really what launched, you know, my book of business out here in Vegas. And so it's it's the community, the relationships, the friendships that I've been able to develop out of IAW um, that keep it separate from that, you know, business development effort with BNI.
0: Thank you for listening to Unlimited Horizons, a podcast hosted by the International Association of Women. If you would like more information about our community, visit our website at www.iawomen.com.